Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Colliding Worlds. Colliding Worlds has released Timeless Halls, an album that shows all elements of melodic death metal. Put this in and let the journey begin. And here is my interview with Colliding Worlds. Hello, my friend. How you doing, Ben? Hey, man. I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. How was the recording process for Timeless Walls? Well, it was quite uh, long and, well, it had a lot of obstacles. So I think three years ago we had like the album completed. And our former bassist was responsible for the mixing and the recording process. And he needed like, I think, two years for one single song. So, yeah, we had to wait really long. And, yeah, we released that song, I think, a year ago. Uh, it's still on our YouTube channel. And after that, he didn't respond to our messages. So no one knows what happened to him. <laughs> and... Then in March of this year, I started with uh, studying uh, audio engineering. So now I'm able to record and mix everything on my own. So, yeah, now I'm able to do that on my own. And, yeah, I changed some of the songs that we had on the album back then. So, yes, the only songs are, that are still on the album, I think, is Desire and Timeless Halls. So, yeah. I wanted to ask if you could speak on the song World Fire. That's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Thank you. Yes, uh, World Fire, it's quite a long one. And uh, so we started with that main melody and in the beginning with that intro. And I started harmonizing it and thought, well, it's a bit boring. Let's add another melody over it. And then I started uh, adding that main riff. I came up with it thinking of bands like Winter Sun or something like that, because most of my melodies are a bit more, yeah, a bit more dark. So I thought, let's do something a bit more yeah, uplifting, I would say. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the rest came together quite easily, I'd say. At the end, I was like, let's add something yeah, a bit like a conclusion to the song. So, yeah, you got that really cool ending part. Yeah. And another song I want to ask you about is Antagonist. That's another one of my favorite tracks on the album. <laughs> you seem to like the long ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Antagonist, uh, quite a funny story as well. So uh, I wrote it while we had uh, the COVID time still going and I was uh, still with in school so I had a lot of time while the online lessons were going to play guitar because well who didn't do anything else than just listening to the teacher sure um, <laughs> so I picked up the guitar I think I had religion uh, really interesting and yeah I started playing and yeah I came up with that uh, main riff and I thought it was really cool and played around with it a little bit. Uh, yeah, came up with that at the end. You got that 
little progressive riff. It's a variation of the beginning riff. And yeah, I thought it was really cool. And yeah, the rest, it was uh, it's really hard to remember. It's like really long ago, but yeah, I think it's a really progressive song and uh, yeah. And uh, as far as recording wise, uh, what was the hardest track for you to lay down? I would say Antagonist. It's quite a long progressive song. You've got that lot of parts like that main riff also is not that easy. You have the triplets going on and it's not that easy, or at least for me, it's not. And yeah, also that bridge riff is not that easy. So yeah, I would say antagonist. And the album artwork is very immersive. I wanted to ask you uh, who did the album artwork and uh, yeah. what was the concept behind it? Yeah, that artwork is impressive, I would say that as well. So it's by the graphic designer Uri Jeffrey. I think he quit doing artworks, or at least he took down his website, sadly. I love the stuff. And the cool thing is the artwork already was made before, so we didn't reach out to him to make that artwork. It was already made. But the funny thing is, uh, I wanted to do exactly like that. I imagined like this spacey thing. And uh, what's that? <laughs> no, sorry. Um, okay. and I, <laughs> uh, I imagined that like a stair or something and a person in the middle. So it was exactly what that artwork was going. So. And uh, what can your fans look for next? What's the what's next in the for you in the future? Well, I would say a lot since uh, yeah, I had a lot of time while COVID, and also while waiting for our former bass player to mix our stuff. I had a lot of time to record and do songs, and I would say yeah, I have got like maybe twenty or thirty songs left and yeah i think i'm saving money at the moment to buy a new equipment a new microphone and i think around maybe december or christmas and new year i'm gonna start recording the next album so we have huge plans for the future and as far as your musical journey um what do you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way well, from a songwriting perspective, I would say um, I listened to an interview from Hans Zimmer and he once said, uh, writing music is also a skill, so you have to practice it. It's not like you write a song and you're always happy with everything you write and everything you do. And most of the songwriters, well, don't really like their first stuff because it's always, you have to practice it, you have to get used to that and yeah I think that's really important to just stick to it and just practice it and write a lot of stuff yeah I think that holds true I, I had an interview with an artist that said uh, one of the best things he took to heart was to write every day even if you don't feel it because a true writer will be able to pull something off when he's not feeling it 
Exactly, to, yes. To practice that will make your skills even stronger. That's true, yes. I think so as well. It's like every other skill, you know, if you want, I don't know, uh, become great at sports or something, you have to just practice it. It's, even if you don't want, it's just you have to. And uh, how did Colliding Worlds become a reality? Well, oh, it's really long time ago. <laughs> uh, I think I was 13 or so. And my uh, guitar teacher just said, well, you should maybe yeah, search for a bandmate, band members, and start playing with them to make it a bit more fun with your instrument and everything. So he recommended me a drummer. And yeah, we played around a little bit. And my drummer then uh, took in our first bass player, the one who took two years for the recordings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, we just played around a little bit. And after some time, we were not really satisfied with our first drummer anymore because he only played that standard pop beat over everything. And yeah, so we searched for a new one and I had one in my... Uh, class and he was a really cool guy also loved metal and everything and we came along really good so yeah he was really long our drummer as well and after some time we also uh, had another uh, guitarist from also my class he's a friend since I don't know since like 10 or 15 years almost And yeah, after some time, as I mentioned, our bass player didn't respond anymore. And our drummer wasn't really uh, enthusiastic about it anymore. So mm. uh, at the moment, it's just me and my other guitarist friend. And uh, when you're not working on music, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time? Yeah, I love doing sports, going to the gym and doing something healthy for me, <laughs> something like that. And uh, as far as merchandising, what's the best way to get a physical copy or any merchandise from the band? Well, at the moment, we do not have any merchandise, but I think of doing something like a print on demand, if you know that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Something like that, maybe because we do not have enough money to just buy the merch on our own. So maybe something like that. I don't know if that's possible with CDs as well. But yeah, maybe something like that. And if we have enough money from maybe T-shirts or so, we can maybe buy some CDs on our own. And yeah, I think that's a quite good plan. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Yeah, thank you all for listening. I'm really happy that you like it and stay tuned for a lot of music to come. We have a lot of different styles, a lot of different things to come and hope you will like it all. Well, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for creating a great album and uh, for taking time to speak with me. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
please feel free to update me at any time with any new news as it comes about, my friend. Sure, I will. <laughs> All right, you take care. Great, thank you. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.